0: Barks in there. Oh, yeah, you're yelping. Yeah, you're fucking loud ass yelping. Ralph, Ralph's yelping. I think it was yours.
1: It wasn't mine. It was bad. It's Ralph's. It's high pitched. You're high pitched. It's hard. You're high bitched. Ooh, that's mean. I have a fuego. You've day been today. mean. You've yeah. been mean today. I got a fuego day today. Fuego day.
0: Oh man. I think we should just get right into these brewskis, bruh.
1: You gotta finish your precast. cast Yeah, you're right. Hold on, vamp. Okay. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is the One Beer Podcast, as you know. I,
0: uh, I said the title of the show before that I could get the song in, or you just throw the fucking title. You know, this is why it. I don't host.
1: Yeah. You know, well, I'm not. I'm not used to it. Yeah.
0: You guys need to just practice. Yeah. And then you'll get good at it. What are you talking about, practice? <laughs> Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Practice. <clears throat> Listen to Daddy. This is how Daddy does it. All right, it. go ahead. What's up, everybody? That's the one. My name is Marco Dupa. For my powerful co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. The power! And uh, I couldn't make it today. The drunk sports god, Dave Romero, shout out to the boy. Uh, tonight's brew is from the Sweetwater Brewing Company we bought ourselves one of those variety packs that you can get from Publix or Mm -hmm. any kind of uh, uh, grocery store and we decided to do the one that we haven't done on the show for you guys it is the Hatchet IPA correct? incorrect Hatchery 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 series. Series New England style IPA it is seven point five ABV. Um, I like the less is more on this label. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's very uh, yeah, very minimalist. Yeah. I would say.
0: I like the uh, this side of it. Obviously, you guys can't see this, but <laughs> we'll it's, take pictures.
1: Yeah, it's all white
0: label, and um, they have on the side of it like you would see in like a book for craft beer: mm-hmm.
1: appearance, aroma, flavor. Excuse me, occasion. Um, All the things we should really be talking about is a, a somewhat beer podcast, but, you know... I don't know. I What's to say?
0: I just... I don't know. I think... I think it's kind of douchey to discuss things like does that, the aroma right? Does that, the is, appearance. I was going to ask you, does that
1: fall into snobbery? I just... I, I think a so.
0: snobby? I think so. I don't like to discuss those things. I like... Because... You know, this is a beer podcast, yes, but it's a beer podcast for the layman. I mean, we're not like sommeliers and, Correct. and uh, whatever the beer, <laughs> whatever they call beer, the beer equivalent beer is. Yeah. We're just guys who enjoy a good brewski. Right. You know? And we like to, we like to drink the good ones. We like to have taste and flavor. We and like the, good beer. Yeah. Yeah. As most people do nowadays. And we yeah. like to guide people in the direction of good beers. Correct. But, you know... I don't want to go too far into the fucking, you know. I, I just if I was listening to this, I wouldn't be like, I wonder what it smells like. I it's wonder not, what the aroma it's is. It's not what the show's about.
1: No, it's not really what the show's about. That's our anchor. No. Y- yeah. You know
0: what the show is
1: about? What's it about?
0: Having a good time. Ooh. This is the one Baron podcast. Ooh. Aroma. The is nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That does smell
1: good. Yeah, it does. What you want to lick some? Here. Let well, him smell it. Here. Lick it. Smell it. Lick it. Smell it. He doesn't like it. <laughs> he went. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you ever see that um that that video of the uh the um anchors, the news anchors? Um they were overlaying some audio i guess over a video and uh what came up is some some guys mic check and uh the way that he was mic checking he was like <laughs> he was like suck it fuck it lick it, taste it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was like fucking around no but, he, but it got recorded oh, and it no. played on live tv <laughs> and the anchor was like we are really sorry about what you guys just <laughs> heard <laughs>
1: all right my question is who gets in trouble for that that's a good question i think i think
0: definitely the guy who said it
1: the news director maybe
0: but but yeah i mean the guy who said it's not really his fault no he he didn't think it was going out to live yeah yeah so it's got to be the guy who like overlays the audio yeah the program director i guess yeah right it's got to be his fault solely and then they send out like a memo hey guys when you're mic-checking, don't say weird right. shit. keep it
1: PG, yeah, please.
0: Which, I mean, why would you ever mic-check like that? Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, we do that all <laughs> the time, Marco. We, we all the time. We do that all the time. <laughs> they don't know. We get wild. Oh, man. We
1: should have, like, an intro that is just our mic-check. Yeah. Just the mic-check. No, that, that'll be our, like, year-ender. The yeah. cap, the, the you know, the cap show. Yeah. Just suck it, fuck it, lick it. Taste it, bop it
0: <laughs> oh fuck me dude um we had we had a movie night, right and when? huh when last night or the night last night
1: oh that was really we don't really night. call it a movie night we I mean, watched we movie. a movie movie night
0: we watched a movie right you would think that two intellectuals. Would sit down and watch something from maybe I don't know the Criterion collection or right. uh, a, a classic film, something yeah. uh, that harkens back to the good old days of filmmaking where there was emotion and range and and there was there was danger. There was there was things that 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 brought to mind. Hmm, this is classic. This is this is masterpiece theater.
1: What? Where's this accent coming from? I don't know. All right.
0: But instead of all that, you know, what we watched, ladies and gentlemen, we watched. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows. <laughs> out of the Shadows. <laughs> the sequel to the blockbuster Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot by Mr. Bay himself.
1: It was produced by Mr. Bay. It wasn't directed by him, though. Mm, okay. Common misconception. It was not directed by Michael Bay.
0: Well, it sure fucking seemed like
1: it. it felt like it. It did. Yeah. I mean, he had his paws all over it. Let's Absolutely. Just put it that way. Yeah. Um, can you shadow direct something? Because it sure felt like he did. Yeah, I think he can. As yeah. a
0: producer, I think for yeah, sure probably. Can. An executive producer. Oh, I mean, yeah. He could have been there. He's in the editing bay shooting. like, uh, yeah.
1: let's cut it like this. He definitely could have shadow directed that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We need more chicks and cars. What? More chicks. Oh, more, more chicks, cars. More cars. Mm. More chicks and cars. Yeah. Midriff. We chicks. need more midriff. We definitely need more drip, midriff. More drift. I, I want, more drifting more drift. and more midriff. More
0: drifting and more midriff. I wonder how many times they filmed that scene with Megan Fox before he was like, you know what, I think we got it, but film one more just in case, (laughs) right? With the miniskirt? I mean, it was, yeah, it was gross. Yeah. It was awesome, but it was gross. Like, I don't know who this movie was intended for, because the humor and the writing Mm -hmm. was definitely for a child, someone with a basic lack of understanding of logic and reasoning class <laughs> just like somebody who is not going to put two and two together because hey there's ninja turtles fighting people right right yeah and but then there's like adult jokes and there's megan fox wearing mm-hmm. half clothes Almost nothing yeah and uh you know a few violence. sexual
1: innuendos
0: right and so who is this directed at
1: I like it. I like that you said directed at and not for. It makes it seem like a, a violent action. You know, it was a thing done to people, to somebody. It right. was done to the audience. Yeah. You know, I think what they were going for was like a Pixar level of like made for kids, but enjoyable on another level by adults. You know, yeah,
0: maybe that's what they were going for. That's not what happened. It was. No.
1: It was. It was. I don't know. It was almost like a uh, a cake you know like there's a a layer of the cake that is for adults right uh uh-huh. that is inappropriate for children generally yeah a middle layer that's appropriate for kids a layer above that that's appropriate for maybe like 14 year olds and then a top layer that's appropriate for adults together. but if this
0: was if this cake was the movie was like um cake uh-huh and then like a layer of like sewage okay and then a, pizza. Little, a little bit more cake and then pizza on the top. Right. right. So it'll make you vomit yeah. when you
1: eat it. The pieces are good separately, though. Right. Yeah.
0: And there was there was a lot of that.
1: Right. But you know what? The uh, Long story short for me on this entire movie. Okay. I hate to boil it down so quickly, but I feel like I need to. Eh. The idea with this it's movie. It's not like
0: people are clamoring for a review. Of- right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't want to go into a full <laughs> review for this
1: movie because it's obviously, like, what, two years old yeah. at this point? But I was pleasantly surprised. The fact that they had Krang in it. Spoiler alert. Uh, the fact that they had Krang in it. It's, it's been two years. Relax. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck a spoiler alert. Uh, sp-
1: yeah. yeah. Krang was in it, first of all, yeah. which, wow. Wait. Yeah. Good yeah. job. You know, they have some of the mutants. They have uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, oh, what's his name? The Doctor. Um,
0: I forgot his name.
1: Who's supposed to be a fly? He never turns into fly. I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah, um, they had Casey. Yeah, Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot, of, and and the uh, the truck, the truck that was right. like yes. one of the most popular toys yes. back in the day, uh, the the turtles truck. Yes, which is a, a big garbage truck. Yeah. Um. So all that stuff, I love that level of detail as far as fan service goes. Yes. Ninja Turtles is fan service. That's yeah. all it really is yeah you know so as long as they embrace that stuff you know same thing with uh transformers transformers is fan service when you you boil it down so as soon as they try to have like greater (laughs) ambitions in that or make it something other than what it is
0: yeah i mean they just try too hard to like create this this i don't know this world ending like catastrophic overarching Mm -hmm. lesson type movie right and it was like relax they're cars that turn into robots. Right. And we just, like, have cool They just, they, they
1: spread it out too far. It was too is much. Is what Transformers did. It was too much. And all those movies are, like, two and a half hours long. Yeah. So it's just too much. Relax. And then,
0: like, the super melodramatic Linkin Park songs, rest <laughs> in peace. Yeah. But, like, come on, man. We don't need that shit.
1: You know? Yeah. But, anyway. i
0: done! That's enough.
1: That's enough! Um. So... <laughs> With Turtles too, anyway, for the the new version, uh, I feel like it was actually like I wouldn't not recommend this movie. Yeah, it wasn't like a bad.
0: I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't bad in a way where it was like unwatchable. It was definitely no. like
1: it was dumb fun. fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. dumb fun. Yeah, I would watch that movie again in maybe a year.
0: Yeah, if somebody if it was on. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, "Yo, turn this shit off." Right? Like, I, I'd sit down and I'd, which, I'd watch it. You know,
1: honestly, I came into it thinking that's what I was going to be.
0: Well, then you got what you asked for.
1: No, 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 no. I thought it was going to be a movie that I would, I would never watch. Oh, oh. a movie so that? Why did you want to watch it? Uh, it's because of another podcast, which I know we don't speak of other podcast names in this show. Mm-mm. It rhymes with, uh, Ramadi Rotten. <laughs> For a romedy, um Anyway, so they they do some uh, episodes that are actually uh, commentary tracks for movies. So uh, apparently, one of the com- commentary tracks they've done is for this movie. Uh-huh. And on one of their regular podcast episodes, they were talking about how much fun this movie is. If you <laughs> know about you know like old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lore, yeah, you grew up with the toys, you grew up with the original run, like this one's actually like. Uh, somewhat of an ode to your generation of turtles yeah even though they don't look the same you know there's they still kind of act the they act to the characters you know like the all the all the characters of the turtles are on par with what you expect it to be and
0: and you know what for the record i got over that they don't look like the turtles thing Mm -hmm. pretty fucking quickly
1: i mean yeah they don't look that crazy not really. I got used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I know that, like, anybody who was born in the early 90s to the late 80s, you grew up with the original films and mm. you appreciate seeing the guys in the bodysuits with the actual animatronics and stuff like that. Like, there's something charming about right. that. But it's charming because it's nostalgic. Yeah. Right? You look back on it and you're like, that's my childhood.
1: Right. But Kids nowadays will see that and go, that's bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Adult
0: children. Would look that, look at that, and like you said, they would say, "That's bullshit." Right. Children would see that, right? So imagine trying to sell that to a wide-ranging audience, mm-hmm. like they obviously tried right. to do with the writing.
1: Why? Why would they make like? more practical effects for the turtles there's no reason to nowadays no, exactly. it's all cg it's fine well
0: and there's no way that they could have pulled off what they did with the turtles. no they the were movie. far
1: more acrobatic yeah, they, they did more stuff i mean
0: they were fucking flying across buildings and shit. exactly like, there's just no way that never
1: happened in the first teenage mutant turtle movie no
0: like the practicality of it just wouldn't work and then you know you've got a martial artist in one of these fucking bulky ass suits right. which according to lore They're the worst things to ever try to act in. I mean, you you figure all this latex on you and
1: like makeup and then you literally have a robot head on your head. Right. It's insane. Yeah. So
0: people want these things until they really think about them.
1: And it's like, yeah, it would have been
0: charming to see.
1: But that's the thing. I, I think that people don't care about how the sausage is made. They just want it. You know? So they they that's wanted cool. that to happen, but they didn't care about how it it came about or right. or the th- impracticality of it all.
0: And I, and I think that that's kind of like um that's kind of how like the Marvel films are now. Like people don't give a shit about like the stuff that we give a shit about. Like we think about like um like no spoilers but okay. as far as like infinity war is concerned yeah and if you look at the movie schedule the mm-hmm. marvel studio schedule of like right. what what they're about to put out like those are spoilers in and of themselves right and there's a there's a certain um like chunk of the audience who doesn't look at that stuff yeah so then they take everything that they see in these movies on face value Right. I kind of wish that I was in that spot. I kind of wish that I was that person who's able to like take these things on face value and just not. But you know, I was telling you what I know.
1: I was telling you this a couple of days ago, actually, when you watched uh, Infinity War for the first time. Uh, and it's that I feel like, even if you're not into per se the Marvel films, you generally have a sense for the comic book genre. Mm-hmm. So even even if you don't know exactly what happens in the comics because you know things don't happen exactly as they happen in the comics in the movies right so even if you know exactly what happens in the comics I feel like you generally know what's going to happen in longevity you know like if you know anything about film it's that certain characters can't be gone forever you know right I'm trying to be as least spoilery as possible can. <laughs> yeah, and it's can, very can, hard to skirt this. You can see the tiptoeing. Right. So, if you if you've seen Infinity War, you know what I'm talking about. But I just feel like anybody, anybody, anybody that's seen a Marvel film in the past 10 years of them making them will understand this isn't the end. This is just a continuation. They're going to there's going to be a way that erases uh, what seems like final decisions in infinity war right you know things things are going to happen there's going to be reversals and you know it's just it it is a hallmark of the uh platform right just like wrestling you know like you know characters turn heel and they come back and you know it's a back and forth type deal yeah it's the same thing yeah it it, it, it's a (coughs) it's a cliche within the the form yeah. Of itself, you know, it's, it's part of it. If they didn't, that'd be a huge shocker. But it would also defy what makes comic book movies comic book movies. I feel, mm. you know.
0: I was looking at um, the Wikipedia for Thanos just because mm. I was kind of bored
1: and just. Or Thanos, at How are, you pre- Thanos How are you prefer. Thanos, however you prefer. I've heard it both ways.
0: <sighs> I mean, in the movie, it's Thanos. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess the movie isn't really like the end-all be-all because in Batman Begins, they say Raz al Ghul, but it's mm-hmm. Raish al Ghul. Raish,
1: Ra's and Raz. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I don't yeah.
0: know why they would make a change like that. That's a weird decision to make.
1: Well, I've seen actually in um, some of the animated series, they go both ways too. Yes.
0: I've seen that too. Yeah. And I wonder why they do that. Yeah. Because it's very confusing. Like, why, why would you make that decision?
1: You're right differentiation you know, that's a very strange raz and race yeah
0: that's a stupid thing it's also a stupid thing to wonder about but <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh these fictional characters yeah like
0: why why are we calling him something different anyway right uh i looked up his wiki and i was i was just reading up on the characters Thanos'? yes okay uh and like a lot of the stuff that again i don't think this is spoilery
1: well just in case if you don't want to know anything at all
0: yeah if If you don't
1: want to know anything... Tune out for maybe, what what do you think? Two minutes. Two minutes? Okay, let's go two minutes. Okay. Starting now. Go. Yeah, it's it's, like
0: what happens in the film or or who he is in the film is not even close to like his actual... His actual character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They do that all the time, though. They
0: do take a lot of liberties to to create... um, like you know, interesting characters and stuff. Like one example is right. uh, Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, uh, Batista's character. Yeah, um, who's
1: beloved in the uh, Cinematic universe.
0: Yes, because
1: he's awesome. He's great. Batista
0: is awesome. Yeah, he's
1: he's the heart. I feel of the uh, Guardians movies. Yeah, you know? he's great.
0: Yeah, um, his character actually was created by Thanos. So mm-hmm. Thanos, uh, I don't know. Again, well, nerds, the scars. Right. I'm sorry. Not this well I don't know about that I, I'll just say this from what I read um uh when Thanos when Thanos hits Earth when uh-huh. he when he lands on Earth he he kills a family right mm-hmm. he crashes into like a car I guess he's like a like when he hits it's like boom. a comet yeah, yeah. he hits a car and he kills a family okay um but this this other um this other forgot what the character's name is, but this other character mm. brings the husband back to life as Drax the Destroyer. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. So, like, a twist on it. But yes. does he think that he's from another planet? And
0: Not that I know of. I'm pretty sure he knows who he is, and his, like, main goal is to kill Thanos because oh. of his family. So that narrative is still the same. Interesting. That he wants revenge on Thanos because right. of his family. But he's not,
1: like, an alien. That no. He's, who's... like, created. Well,
0: I, I feel he's like... kind of an alien, I guess. Created by... Well, not really. No, he's, no, a, no. he's a human like a, who was transformed.
1: Spirit. Right. Yeah. That's so he's like a ghoul. Yeah. yeah. He's a zombie. Yeah. Interesting. I
0: mean, like, when you see him in comic books, he's green with, like, yeah. red uh, markings as yeah. opposed to how he is in the movie with, like, he's kind of gray. He's gray and red. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's interesting. I think he looks badass in the movie. He does. He does. Yeah. Jacked. Yeah. Yacked all the
0: hell. And that's all Batista. Oh, yeah. That dude is yoked. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, come on, how right. can you not love it?
1: Absolutely, and he's funny.
0: Yeah,
1: he's, surprisingly. It it has been amazing to find people who are funny and yoked. Yeah, at the same right? time. Look at Thor.
0: What's that about? Why it's so
1: is, so upsetting?
0: People, yeah, people. fat
1: people have a a, a monopoly <laughs> on being funny. Right. Okay, that's all they got. That's all <laughs> we got.
0: You can't look like Chris Hemsworth and be that goddamn.
1: Fucking. No, it's impossible. It's not fair. It's not.
0: You look at like LeBron James in Trainwreck. It's like you can't be <laughs> that talented at so many things. Right. It's yeah. not fair. It's not right. Yeah, it's not, not right. fair.
1: It's not right. Sit
0: down somewhere. Yeah. Let the schlubs like fucking Seth Rogen get more movie right. roles. Right.
1: You need to. Give him some
0: space. Yeah.
1: Why not? It's bullshit.
0: But yeah, um, I would say anybody who hasn't seen Infinity War. Go and see that. Go and see it, yeah. It's, it's
1: Especially if you're a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, what are you doing at this point? Yeah, Like, you owe it to yourself to watch this movie. Mm. I don't want to juice it up too much because, I mean, I feel like it's not the best. It's not my favorite MCU movie. Right. But it's up there. It's definitely up there for what me. What is your favorite? My favorite. I don't want your top five. I want Ooh.
0: the one. Oh. I don't care about your top five. I want the one.
1: That's real tough, man. I know. That's very tough. I know. I mean, you know, I'm going to give myself the caveat that it changes all the time. Yeah. My favorite MCU movie. Uh, it's probably Winter Soldier. Yeah. Probably Winter Soldier. Uh, maybe Guardians. Yeah. Maybe the first Guardians. Those two are up there in contention for my number one spot, yeah. I'd say.
0: Number one spot!
1: Right, because they're very different movies, obviously, and yeah. I watch them for different reasons, but I, I feel like I get the same amount of joy out of both of them. Yeah. Because Winter Soldier is more of a serious spy kind of thriller movie, and then Guardians is this fun, romping, action packed movie Yeah. comedy. So.
0: I can't get over how good the fight scenes are in Winter Soldier. Anytime yeah. anyone brings That's it up, great. I'm like the fight choreography. Yeah. Out of this world. Yeah, and it, I
1: recently, you know, I recently rewatched Civil War, uh-huh. and I didn't think it was that good of a movie. Post watching it the first time, well, I did, I did close to when I first watched it. Yeah, but over time, I, I kind of, kind of, I let it go by the wayside a bit. But I rewatched it, and I actually like it a lot. Yeah. too. I feel like I gave it a, an unfair shake at the time because yeah. it, it didn't do certain things I wanted it to do. But it was I, I under rewatching. I actually really liked it. Yeah, um,
0: I've watched it. I've only watched it twice. I watched it in theaters, and then I watched it when it when it got on Netflix. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll give it one more shot. I like it. It's yeah. a good movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, just Winter Soldier's just so
1: good. That's great. Yeah, I so re- I rewatched it in the pretense of getting Ellie up to date again, like just to give her an update on like where the last. MCU sort of thing was yeah the major one I should say because she's seen Black Panther already she hadn't seen uh, Civil War in a while okay so we rewatched that literally right before watching um, Avengers four a a, a recap a uh,
0: a recap well like an up to date on like the overall universe like Black Panther is kind of its own Mm -hmm. film it doesn't really deal with
1: which you know telling uh, telling you about Civil War reminded me watching civil war again after seeing black panther puts in an entirely new light yeah it's sort of in the way that you know you watch um you know you watch star wars and you watch rogue one yeah like it has all this context that you now bring to it of right this is everything that happened after or before you know but there's so much more world building that you're like, I care about Black Panther now. Yeah, I get what his world's about. I, I care about Wakanda. Yeah. I understand all this stuff that's happening. Right. You know. Right. And uh, you know, the very end of Civil War is you know they they're in Wakanda, and so from there you're like, oh, I get the post-credit sequence now of uh, Black Panther with uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, so like it all kind of comes together after you watch. Black yeah. Panther and Civil War. I feel like those movies are tied in a way that a lot of people don't appreciate. Interesting. Because you see the death of his father, you see him become you don't see him become Black Panther, but he is Black Panther all of a sudden. Yeah. Already, you know? yeah. So to see that transition and understand that's where he's coming in on Black Panther huh. is very interesting to me. It fleshed it out a lot more. Because yeah. before I feel like it was just too many characters thrown at the screen at the same time. There's a lot of characters in Civil War. Right. So I think it's better upon second or third viewing after you've had the context of Black Panther. So yeah. I encourage everybody listening. If you've seen Black Panther and you're up to date on the MCU, go back. Watch Civil War. I think it's on Netflix now.
0: Yeah. It's so, been, it's been on there for a while. It might yeah. it's been on there long enough that it might get taken off soon.
1: You're right. So, so do it now. Uh, yeah. If you can.
0: Cause i don't know if like dr strange is still on there or not it should be it's mm-hmm. only been on there for like a couple months
1: yeah so yeah
0: i have to say guardians might be my favorite mm-hmm. like it's different to say best versus favorite right
1: i best, guess i best guess Best
0: is a different thing because best you you acknowledge that
1: objectively best right versus personal favorite
0: right exactly Personal favorite, I think I I think I might have to go with Guardians. That's the one that I've rewatched the most. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's the one that I like. I walked out of the theater going, that was incredible. That right. Was one of the right. that was I had one of the best times I've ever had sitting in a chair yeah. and watching yeah, a yeah.
1: movie. Yeah, yeah. I, you know I think that's that is exactly what I was trying to uh, describe. Yeah. In my choice is that Guardians is probably my personal favorite. Yeah. However, I think. Winter Soldier is Winter Soldier's the objectively best. Objectively, the, objectively best. the best made film yeah. of the MCU.
0: Hmm. Mm.
1: So I think that's what I'd have to mm. give my caveat for that.
0: Man, I don't know if I could disagree with you.
1: <laughs> you can try.
0: I mean, I would like to. Yeah, <laughs> it would make this conversation more interesting. <laughs> it, would, it would give it some kind of conflict. But right. God damn it, if I if I don't agree with you, man! But
1: you you know the thing is that's a testament to. How great the MCU's been. Yeah. Because you think about it, like, there's so many others in contention right below that, that level. Yeah. You know? Black Panther, awesome. Civil War is great. Uh, Avengers 1 is awesome. Uh, Iron Man 1, incredible. Yeah. Started this entire thing off. Without Iron Man 1, there's nothing, right? Yeah. It started the MCU. Um, fucking Ragnarok. Ragnarok's incredible. Incredible movie great fun.
0: Yeah, Ragnarok's great.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, thinking about all those alone. All those alone. And all the other ones that we haven't mentioned in this entire thing. Doctor Strange was fun. It was was cool. It's a cool Mm, movie. It's a good movie. There's a a few others within that list that are good. Like, if not great. What what they've done that I think is really good
0: is taken characters that people otherwise wouldn't give a shit about. Mm Mm-hmm. And made you love them like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians, Doctor Strange, uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like
1: these are characters that people. Oh, shout in... Spider Man! Spider Man's a great movie too. Well, Homecoming. Yeah, yeah.
0: Spider Man Homecoming is a fantastic film. But he's got a built-in fan base for right. years and years. Oh and years yeah, you know, no, no, one hundred percent doesn't yeah.
1: doesn't correlate with what you're talking about right yeah. now. I mean, I just wanted I wanted to bring him up as yeah. far as like the overall MCU right. of good movies. But like, uh,
0: you know. And and even the uh, the TV shows on Netflix, like nobody knows yeah. who Luke Cage is or or Jessica Jones. Jessica like, Jones. Jessica Jones. I I think Jessica Jones is the hardest sell. Luke Cage. Yeah. Big black dude, superpowers. He's fucking punching through buildings and shit. That is not a hard sell. He's well, a good looking dude.
1: I'll, he's awesome. I'll agree with you to a point, but Luke Cage is also a relic of the seventies, just like Blade was.
0: Right. Yeah. They were
1: all very much like you know. Got an afro It's like uh, Based in The time and place Where it came out Right You know Yeah So It's hard telling that Perspective But there was not like A Another Hip hop Centric Superhero Right When so, Luke Cage came out
0: So Like what I'm saying is Like if I gave you Zero context And I was just like Hey I got this superhero uh, This superhero show That I want to work on It's a black dude from harlem i think he's from harlem right? yeah that's where oh, absolutely yeah. yeah black dude from harlem he can see superpowers he's fucking awesome mm-hmm. he can just punch through buildings and shit and what he wants to do is take down like the coke dealers in his neighborhood yeah like that's not a hard sell
1: yeah you know yeah he's well something that i noticed i know you haven't seen the new trailer for season two yet for Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, no, I haven't seen the trailer. It's, it's a great trailer. I think it's really good. and Everybody, check you it out. I know how I feel about trailers. I know. I know. But this is the very first trailer. You owe it to yourself to watch one it's trailer. Is it a teaser
0: trailer or is it a trailer trailer?
1: It acts as a teaser.
0: But it's a tea But it's a trailer trailer. What is it, like two and a half minutes? Two minutes? To a T. yeah. space. That's a trailer. Teasers are like a 30 minute, seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. Spot.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it does a good job of reiterating him as the bulletproof black man. Yeah. Which, given social context, it's so timely. Yeah. Like, that, as a superhero, is an incredible statement. Yeah. You know, like, that that touches uh, certain places that comic book characters don't usually, aren't usually able to touch. Yeah. I mean, same thing with Jessica Jones, though. You know, you're talking about the Me Too movement, and you talk about Jessica Jones, like, they fit it hand in hand. You know, yeah. like... That entire thing actually predated the Me Too movement. Yeah. And it was all of, like season 1 spoiler alert is all about essentially like consent and rape and like you know, the sexuality of women and things like that. Like yeah. power struggles and things like like all that stuff that can't be covered necessarily in a 2-hour movie in the MCU is yeah. covered in the series that is, you know, Hour long episodes for 12, 13 episodes. Yeah. Um, So that's what their niche is kind of touching on the commentary. And I think that people don't respect that enough in those series. Yeah. They look at it as just a superhero series, where I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, like, of course, there's lots of corn and lots of like cheesy things, elements to it that make it a superhero, like genre piece. But at the same time, there's a lot of, you know, context that I feel uh isn't respected enough yeah within the themes going on in those shows those yeah. two in particular daredevil is just an awesome action movie you yeah know? they're not
0: really um uh,
1: maybe for disabled people maybe for people you know with uh, that are blind uh, like daredevil is a an icon as yeah. far as that goes but
0: but as far as like an overarching uh social commentary right
1: yeah, it's not, it's not really quite fun. on the pulse. It, uh, it is a great action series that yeah. you know is fun to watch. But those two are the big ones that have the the, the big heavy lifting to do as far as social commentary yeah. goes. I mean, oh, man,
0: the bulletproof black man. That really, it uh, really yeah. does something to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they called
1: out in the trailer, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that that's something whoa. else.
0: <laughs> that's something else do you know when uh, when it's when it's premiering
1: it has to be soon because they did the full trailer like you were saying so yeah. I, I would think within a month or two yeah so
0: yeah that's, that's yeah that is something else <laughs> <laughs> let me check some Scoop. yeah so um yeah I guess Winter Soldier has to be the. Uh... <laughs> Let me just... How how dare you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, I have my uh, uh, cell phone connected to my laptop. My bad. Mm. My bad. That's that mono technology for you, man.
1: Do you have your brain connected to your head.
0: <sighs> Everything is connected now, man. All of my all of my shit is connected, you know.
1: I'm not gonna dog you out because my phone rang <laughs> while we were recording. Yes, it too. yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And we're trying to ignore it, but it definitely happened. It did happen. And this yeah. shit, like, do you have do you have your uh your your phone connected to your laptop? For
1: I sure. I did it for my like my home laptop, and it's really annoying. Yeah, I don't like it. it is. I actually I tried to like get that stopped. You can deactivate be it. So yeah,
0: on your phone. Do you know how to deactivate it?
1: No, I don't. It's on the phone. Okay, yeah, you, you, can do do a a phone. you can show me later. I'll show yeah. me later. Yeah, yeah it's just disconnect. Okay. Ugh, excuse me.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. I think the uh, the rest of the drinks we had today are starting to catch up.
1: <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When's the Froggers? Shout out to Froggers.
0: Yeah, shout out to the Froggers, man. Best
1: blue cheese in the game.
0: Hell yeah, dog. Fight. Fight us. Fucking fight us. Yeah. It's the best blue cheese in the game.
1: Absolutely. There's no question. Nah. It's chunky. It's creamy. It's delicious. That's right.
0: Mm. You, 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 man. Um, (sighs) Fuck. Yeah, so, shit, I lost my train of thought. We got to edit this part out.
1: Whenever you say that, I don't. I <laughs> know we
0: never do. <laughs> I want you to know
1: that whenever you say that, I I go out of my way so that we keep whatever whenever, you're gonna say. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I do the same thing. Whenever we fucking, whenever I hear somebody say, just edit this part, and I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it in. I want uh, the people to know. Yeah, what they're getting. It's all real, baby. Okay, it's all real.
1: Uh, what about what about something else we read today?
0: What did we read today? Uh,
1: interesting article from Consequence of Sound. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Yes. Um, break it about out? Childish Gambino.
0: The man, the myth, the legend. Right. He's the he's, talk of the town. He
1: has made a lot of headline news with his newest song, newest single from what I'm assuming is his new album. Uh, probably his last album as Childish Gambino. That's what he says, anyway. Right. He's on his final tour mm-hmm. as Childish Gambino um again that's what he says right the song is called this is america if you didn't know right if you haven't heard of it yet
0: check it out yeah
1: uh, especially the videos been making a lot of headlines um a lot of people trying to break it down there's a lot of uh obvious allusions to uh gun culture in america I feel like there's a lot of allusions to gun violence, uh-huh. police uh, brutality. Police brutality. Uh, there's there's a lot to do with racism and a lot of things to unpack in that video. I feel yeah, and a lot of other people do apparently because there's been tons of think pieces and you know articles about it all yeah. across the webs. So uh, there was an article uh, in Consequence of Sound, this online blog. Usually focuses on hip hop culture, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, this one was specifically about Charles Gambino and his evolution as an artist, and the fact that, not the fact, but the opinion I should say <laughs> that he was not good before, right. and he is now good now. Right. So it seems like there's there's a there's a uh, camp. wink of people uh, who believe that Childish Gambino has been great since he dropped his first EP and on and on and on. Um, And it's it's just been a natural evolution of him as an artist through, you know, Kauai and, uh, you know, every other project up until um, Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love, right. Which I feel like has been a lot of other people's first uh, first listen you know because that that album I feel is put him on an upper echelon of critical darlings that his other albums have not yeah so he started as a strictly hip-hop artist from then he moved on to doing more of a hip-hop and also you know a little bit of singing a little bit of pop. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Because he has a nice singing voice. He does. He has a very nice singing voice. And then now it seems like he's focusing more on the singing sort of skill that he has, as yeah. opposed to strictly rapping. Even though you know, this is America is also a like trap song as this well. This America
0: is America's, yeah, it's basically a trap song, right, with yeah. some
1: singing portions in it as well.
0: Which I looked up the uh, I was or I was looking at the YouTube page and and the lyrics. Posted from uh, genius.com. Uh huh. Uh, apparently, like every trap rapper in the game is featured on that song. Like, I heard the, about that. The yeah. The ones who are doing the ad libs are like 21 Savage, Yeah, Thug, like, uh-huh. Lil Uzi Vert. Like,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, the, uh, the the conceit of this entire article was basically that he, as an artist, used to be this corny rapper. But now he has found his voice after being in Atlanta, the hit TV show on FX, mm-hmm. uh, which is very socially conscious. Not just being in it, but, I mean, being the brain behind Being it. the brain behind it. A writer, sometimes director of it. Yeah. Um, which, fun fact, the director of This Is America also has directed a lot of the Atlanta TV show as well. Mm-hmm. So there's, I feel like there's like a team going on here that he has behind the scenes that's working on a lot of this like conscious stuff that, you know, has has been working for him in his favor. Um, But the main conceit of this entire thing is that uh, Gambino was not a skilled rapper, had a bunch of corny lines, but has now moved on to more social commentary along with his his not musical skills. Yeah. So. Back in the day, he was in, like, uh, community, and he was known for some of his stand-up stuff and a lot of, like, you know, kind of goofy material. But now he's known more for his social commentary. He's known more for, you know, his his deeper meaning things. Yeah. So that puts him in a light to be accepted as this serious artist that he is today. He's (laughs) a critical darling now. Back in the day, he was not. No, So he, uh, instead of being a thrashed. a comedic actor who is making joke songs, he is now looked at as this beacon of social commentary right. that people look <clears> at <throat> for inspiration.
0: Well, and when you, when we, I mean, we talked about this earlier, but when, and when you said like you, you, you said that like you were one of the people who was like, I don't know how seriously I can take this dude as a guy who's a comedian turned rapper. Correct. Right and like i don't blame you mm. his name is childish, childish gambino. gambino right everyone knows the origin story but if you don't he googled a wu tang name generator <laughs> right and he put his name in and As the we first do. thing that popped up was childish gambino mm-hmm. mine was like like uh fucking something assassin i forgot what it was something mm. assassin i yeah. know it was something assassin yeah but anyway he he childish Gambino came up from a Wu Tang name generator right. and he said That's dope Good that's enough. gonna be my name. Like if that is not the epitome of corn, I don't know what is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I get that he in his in the early stages of his career, he was being himself and he's always being himself. Like yeah. that's what's so charming about him is that right. he is Uh, His personality or or I say I guess I should say his character on TV is based
1: uh, a lot of round a lot around Mm. him being himself. Right. And just, you know, or looking at something like Atlanta, he's writing from a perspective that he knows. Right. You know, and that's respectable. Right. And and not just respectable,
0: but like dope. Like, yeah, it's great. Like that. I like it's dope. Right. He's not putting on a front. Right.
1: Which and was awesome. but, but especially I mean, in the hip hop realm, which is known for that. Right. There's, it's a cliche that uh, you know, the hardcore rapper, hardcore gangster rapper, is actually like a kid from the suburbs, right? right? That's the cliche. But nowadays, it like that's that's not it. That's yeah. not cool anymore. It, it's cool to talk about your feelings. It's cool to talk about how insecure you feel nowadays. Yeah. Keeping it, keeping it really, real. right, like really. Rude. Even Kendrick talks about that kind of stuff. I yeah. feel like he opened the door for rappers to talk about that kind of stuff. And Logic and Drake yeah. and all these other rappers yeah. are talking about like, their super feelings. Sensitive. Right, their feelings. All how in, their feels. Feel? All in right. their feels. All in their feels. Right. Which again
0: is not a bad thing, especially no, if you can make it sound dope. It's fine. It's healthy. Yeah, it's I'm, a, it's good, healthy I'm good. It's a healthy
1: human reaction. Yeah, get it out there, bro. You can cry, boys. Cry you can it out, Cry. Bro. Cry, cry out. sometimes. Yeah.
0: This this podcast is a shoulder to cry on. Absolutely. But he, I mean, in the early stages of it, early stages of his career, I mean, like shit was just corny, dog. It's just corny. Like it's not it's not a huge mystery. About like, oh, wow, we like Charlie Gambino now. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we like him now because the shit he's putting out is dope now.
1: The so you, he- you kind of agree with the article, but not all the way, because the article's main conceit, as I was saying before, was that it's more of a framing thing of like when this author, the author of this blog that I was talking about, was... Um, Exposed to, let's say, his early work, uh, camp, Camp, for instance, right? Camp, for instance, uh, he took him as I did as kind of a joke, you know, like not being able to take him so seriously because he was this comedic, kind of goofy actor, yeah, uh, who's now dipping his feet into this, you know, especially at the time, early 2000s, like moderately serious, kind of still rough and tumble world of hip hop, Uh. right. So, he dipped his toe in there, but his content was more about how he didn't fit in. It was more about, you know, him being technically from the projects, but yeah, not being into, like, that gangster life and being more about, you know, nerd culture and stuff like that. Yeah. So, he's kind of an innovator in that realm, along with Kanye, along with Lupe, and a bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, the backpacker kind of hip hop group but all
0: that stuff was out like 2 years before camp came out
1: so. yeah right which is your main issue with it too which is that he's just kind of regurgitating that yeah. s- that entire message into his own platform
0: the 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 more that he gets like a real individual voice the more people like him yeah and it, like it's not a coincidence that when he started Going away from doing his best Kanye West Kendrick Lamar impression, ooh like <laughs> he he got to a point where people were you know starting to respect his music more right because it was more individualistic excuse me it was it was more unique, it was more personal to who he was as a person, and not just screaming at you that he's the only black dude to Sufjan Steven concert. It's like, yeah, okay, we get it, you like indie rock, like okay, man, right. And like I was saying before, like, that doesn't, that it, at this point, at this stage in life and in music and the way mm-hmm. that people are like, people, for the most part, people around our age are into everything. You know, yeah. like it's not. We're it's, pretty eclectic group. Yes, and like ten years ago, it was, it was, it was weird for somebody to be like, "Yo, I I, I like Dire Straits and I like you know <laughs> this, you know, like it was, it was an interesting thing to see right. a black dude who was like, yeah, I don't really listen to hip hop. I listen to like, like, uh, like even, even, even common like on a uh, uh uh I forgot what is what song is it? It's it's uh the the song that samples uh Bobby Caldwell." Uh, there the light the light uh-huh on the second verse he's like it's kind of fresh that you listen to more than hip-hop and it's like back then that was something it was a rarity yes it was like right. whoa you actually listen to like different shit that's well, cause, crazy
1: because that was the hangover of 90s hip-hop that yes. was that was the hangover of like you have to only be uh, a disciple of yes. hip-hop right only if right. you listen to anything else you're a poser right you're a phony you're not completely committed to the school of hip-hop right. therefore a you don't belong head.
0: like get the fuck out of here right
1: exactly listen to that weird shit right but now
0: people around our age like you know mid-20 it's lame to only be into one type yeah, of you, music you can't just tell me like yeah i only listen to rap it's like really right. how old are you you only listen to hip-hop right. that's it or you only listen to rock it's weird you only listen to country music it's that's it it's are you
1: serious yeah, I, You know, I feel like a big part of that, not that the internet wasn't around at the time, but I feel like the internet has helped continue to expand minds.
0: No, for sure, yeah. I and and streaming yeah. services.
1: Streaming services. Yeah. It's made music so much more plentiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the, the easier you can get to these, these other things that would be, you know, considered weird a couple of years ago, the easier mm-hmm. you can get to those things, the easier you...
1: Or the more you start to appreciate, like, this isn't weird. This right. is just good music. There's like, not a, a $15 pay gap yeah. so you can give a, a CD a right. chance. You can
0: just listen to one or two songs and go, you know what? I'm into this.
1: Right. You know, you don't have to fork over,
0: like, on the off chance that you might like a Taylor yeah. Swift album. Right. Like,
1: I don't know why you would, but just you to Go into FYE, see if it's on their little uh, CD changer. Yeah. That was, those are good, the good old days. The good man. old days where you could buy a, a CD for $20. Yeah,
0: I used to. I have, FYE has a lot of my money. Yeah, absolutely. I, I deserve stock in FYE. Oh, FYE. Well, you probably don't want it at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, I probably could get it right now if I wanted. <laughs> um, but I say all that to say, like, you know, his his early perspective like wasn't that unique in fact it was kind of insulting for for me personally to listen to his music and him act as if he was the only dude doing that yeah and it or was like felt dude. that way and it was like you know i'm sitting here going like yeah man i do that too like yeah you're not yeah man <laughs> yeah man hey man yeah man i get it not you are not the fate you're not the, you're not the <laughs> only one <laughs> <laughs> I'm made of rocks. Shit. <laughs> Shots of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But it was like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, that's not that. And I guess, you know, I guess because I also
1: make the same kind of music, like I have a unique perspective on this. Right. I was going to say, like, maybe it is from your perspective. Yeah. Because not only do you make the same or similar music to that or try to come from the same place. But you come from the same place as that as well. Yeah. Like it's like you guys are. Say you have two people that have too many similarities. You yeah. Put them together in the same room, they don't like each other because right. they're too similar. Right. You know, like so maybe it's some of that as well. I, yeah, and I could see that. It's, it's a bit of the whole thing of like, uh, you know, the two Spider-Man memes where they're pointing at each other. Yeah. Well, so, that's what
0: that's what uh, that's what David was saying about logic. He was like, you know, maybe you guys are too in sync like you yeah. you know you, you you don't like him because it's like it's like looking at a mirror right? And I don't like to right. think that Like I, I, I don't know I think I'm better than <laughs> but yeah I mean our perspective like me and me and Donald Glover's perspective right. is the same and I think that like yeah that's why like when I was you know when when I write stuff like that I like to think like, like I, I, I wouldn't write a song like that because I like to think about those people who are going to listen to it and go, fuck you. I I do that, too. You know, like I would like to write from a perspective of like, like I do this and I know other people. I know there are people out there who can relate. Right. Like raise your hand. Show me who you are. I know you can relate to this because Mm -hmm. there are people out there like me. Like his early stuff felt really like he was trying to be rebellious. Mm hmm. And it, it there was like a, a
1: huge group of people who were like, yeah, dude, you're, you're I joined the club. Right. It, it sounded like a man on an island.
0: Or, no, a man who wanted to be on an island. Like, he sounded like he wanted really hard. To be unique. Yeah. And it was right. like, you know, I'm sorry that it's your perspective is not that far away from other people's yeah. perspective. But well, it felt like he was trying to, like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. Yeah. I am different okay right. I wear weird clothes and people like don't understand
1: yeah. me okay you don't get it
0: you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and it was, well, and it, it was like bro like relax
1: yeah I uh, just I don't know just uh, maybe from his perspective maybe it seemed like nobody else was openly admitting to that at the time because we're talking about early 2000s right 2005 <sighs> no no I like think that. we're
0: talking about 2000. Ten, I think, is when Camp yeah. came out.
1: I don't know. Had to I mean, be at. I'm gonna Google. Had to be at most eight. I would say. I'm gonna Google it. Let's
0: see.
1: Closest to the pin. Was, yeah. Let's See what is it?
0: I'm gonna say. What, what do you think? 2000? What? Well, I'm gonna
1: say 2008. I'm gonna
0: say 2010. 2011. It oh, was released November right,
1: 15, you 2011. You win. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean. No excuses there.
0: <laughs> I mean, 2011, that's a year... No, wait, hold on. Let's see. Let's see something really quick. Yeah, look at more stuff. Uh, my... Okay, all right. So for some perspective, Childish Gambino's album, Camp, came out November... 15th 2011 right mm-hmm. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out November 22nd 2010 so a year before camp came out one of the greatest rap albums ever came out right so there's no excuse <laughs> Is it's all really I'm not. saying really there's not. no there's no excuse <sighs> man what a great album fight me Fight me, Anthony Fantano, and anybody else who doesn't <laughs> he, believe he actually, that this is...
1: You know, he actually hated Because of the Internet.
0: Yeah, some people did really not like Because of the Internet, and yeah. I don't really get that. Well, I get because, like, it's a pretentious album, you know? Like, it's, it's really... It's a concept album. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's a concept album in a way that's, like... It, it, he still sometimes comes across as a guy who's like, you just don't get it, you know? Right. Right. And, and I think that that's what turned a lot of people off about his rapping like he his, seems
1: pretentious
0: He does like his comedy was very welcoming and very like nerd culture and you're like, oh, I like this guy But his rap music really felt like yeah, you just don't get it. I was like, okay You think like your shit is so deep that we don't understand what you're talking about or what you've gone through and in actuality what you've gone through is an issue that a lot of people have gone through. Your perspective is a perspective that a lot right. of people have. And so right. it's not, like it can be interesting if you make it interesting, but that's, you know, not to make it about me, but make it about me. That's something that I don't like to rap about because right. it's like, there's a lot of multi-racial people out there who do the same things that I do. Yeah. like. I'm not going to sit here and act as if I'm the only person, I'm right. the only multiracial person of color making this kind of music with this kind of perspective. Right. So it's something that I'll touch on because it's who I am, but right. it's not something that I'm going to lean on and right. say, look at me, look at me, I'm, you know, black and, you know, But it's like... It's not that interesting, and I think that's why a lot of people meme the fuck out of Logic
1: because it's like, right. dude, yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, you're that's, not the only guy. I to say Logic is definitely guilty of that. Yeah. So,
0: but it's just something yeah. where it's like, I, I don't know, man. Like, if you go to his Twitter page, it seems like he understands the joke because yeah. he makes a lot of like. Uh, uh, comparisons to his he makes a lot of like jokes about him being multiracial, but it's right. like, yeah, but you also kind of put it in your music a lot too so it's like, maybe you get that's the joke where it comes now from. Yeah. yeah, that's where the meme comes from so it's like, okay, maybe you get the joke now but you kind of brought the shit on yourself yeah, you know
1: Yeah. well, I mean I feel like we both agree with the idea that Gambino's only gotten more complex he's gotten more deep Right. With his his uh, topics and the way that he... The musicality of his, his music alone, I, I feel like, has, has grown exponentially. I was just about to say, it's exponentially better. Right.
0: It's so, leaps and bounds better than what it used to be.
1: I'm excited for his
0: new album. I don't know if... I know that he used to work with like one or two producers exclusively when he first mm-hmm. started. And I don't know if like those dudes are still around and they've evolved with him or yeah. if he... Kick them out of the camp. Oh. <laughs> Either way, I mean, whatever changes he's made as far as the music is concerned, you know, good for you, mate. Keep doing that.
1: Yeah. Because This Is America is an instant Fantastic. classic. Yes. Yeah, instant classic. Instant classic. Yes.
0: That's perfect. It's an instant yeah. classic. As soon as it came out and you're listening to it. I saw it actually because I didn't watch it I didn't watch SNL when he when he was on there right
1: his live performance
0: I just saw um somebody had posted on Instagram like I was going through my discovery page mm-hmm. and I saw he had a new song and I was like what? <laughs> and then I went to his page because like he doesn't have social media like traditional social media right. he just has pages when he puts stuff out and then like it's only that thing and then he mm-hmm. deletes it all which by the way I respect a lot that he jumped off of social media and uh, was just like, I'm going to let the music speak for itself. And I think that that I think that also kind of helped him evolve as a person. Right. Was to be able to cut the cord and say, I, I need to I need to get away from this. That's what because the Internet was all about. Right. 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 So. And I think it helped because, you know, when you when he cut the cord and then when he came back, I mean, his next album was Awaken My Love. And it's Yeah. It's a fan. It's a fantastic album. Yeah, it's very different. It's 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 almost like this isn't the same. It's not. (laughs) It's not the the same guy. Right. Right. Like everything that he's done since because of the internet, it's like this isn't the same dude. And that's that's the thing that kind of bothers me about this conversation is like this guy has changed a lot. Yeah, he's a different artist. Right. You can't go back and say, huh? It's different music. it's exactly it's different music he's in a different genre completely right and to say that like i mean he's always been good or camp is a classic people need to just go back it's like but you're kind of missing the point this dude is evolved and he's different and he's more interesting and he's doing things that are like risky and, Mm -hmm. and he's like like people it's like oh now he's america's sweetheart and it's like don't sound so bitter about it. Right. It's like it makes sense that he's America's sweetheart. Right. He's doing things that
1: are unprecedented right, right now. More than he
0: was doing the uh, those old shit was like it wasn't that good.
1: No. And more so because we were, we were talking about the Arctic Monkeys recently. Yeah. And that comes to mind instantly as far as it goes of like artists who have changed and evolved over time. Right. But the thing is, Arctic Monkeys have always made fun music and, like, sexy music. Right. Uh, Not really sexy, but they've evolved into sexy music.
0: I would say sexy. Some of their early stuff is pretty... uh, Uh, Yeah, I I guess uh, so. I guess so. But
1: I feel like the evolution of... um, No, but I see what you're saying. Like, their
0: new stuff is really sexy. (laughs) Yeah, it's a real sexy. Lounge, lounge
1: singer. (laughs) That Alex turned (laughs) around. Um... But the evolution of Don Glover Yes. From the beginning from camp or the earlier EPs and mixtapes and stuff they oh. had up until today is I feel like more of a notable evolution because it has become more of a topical evolution Yes. He has more to say that means more Right. Arctic Monkey's as much as I love them, have always been about girls. They've been about just general life as a, a young adult. Yeah. Uh, not much other than that, really. It's never been about social issues. And I'm not saying they should be that. I, I feel like they've perfectly burrowed their own pocket in music. Right. And that's why I go for, that's what I go to for them. Uh, but I feel like the evolution of, of Childish Gambino has been from this sort of pop star into uh, almost almost a level of like a like a I want to say like a soul singer yeah. or somebody you come to for more social commentary almost like a revolutionary. Like he's a making way. he's making pop pop music despite himself. Right, right. So he makes songs that sound good, yeah, but have this way deeper meaning than almost anyone else in the game really yeah especially with with this is america i feel like this is america is like a we're gonna look back at this is america i feel like we look back at like thriller or something you know like it's going to be a uh, a statement it's going to be a, a a point in time where people go oh that was really good yeah like we're gonna point back to that and be like, "Wow, that was something special." Yeah, you know, because I'm saying that today, and it's only been out a week, you know, and yeah. for it to make that much of an impact and instantly get this credibility and instantly get this reception of like, this is powerful, yeah. this means something, this has layers to it, uh, this has more layers even than the song itself yeah. may have, you know, like the audiovisual <laughs> component of it means something bigger than the the specific messages of just the audio or just the video alone. Right. You know, this comes together as this coherent think piece really is something special. You don't see every day, especially from a pop star, you know, like Donald Glover, he's going to be in the next Han Solo movie. Right. You know, like, so that's something special. I feel yeah, that we have to appreciate in our time.
0: It's like, uh, it's like, it's like seeing Marvin Gaye in the original, uh, Star Wars movies, right? Like making statement music, and then being like this super popular, right. like
1: funny, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, like, let's like I want I want to keep this in perspective. Like, if this next album has like that song, and the rest of it is crap, like, okay, we'll reevaluate, right? But the trajectory he is on is a incredibly positive one.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Like, nothing he's done since, uh, uh, because of the internet, I just, I, everything he's done has just been... He's had the Midas touch for about two right, and a half
1: years. Right, right. So, I mean, like, TV I,
0: shows, yeah. uh, uh, guest appearances, um, small roles in mo- like, he, he, even the movies that he picks to do. Like, mm. he's been on a
1: hot streak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's been untouchable for, like, two years. Oh, yeah. It's been monumental. Yeah. I mean, like... Me, as a pessimistic person, is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right, right. And right. waiting for him to fail on something. And, you know, just waiting for it to be like, oh, that one album was good, but... Uh, yeah, well, nobody's hot for that long. You can't be. You can't maintain that. Yeah. But... It's just...
0: What it boils down to is, like, I just get annoyed by the whole, like... Like, people... Like, two things. The people who are surprised at his success... Or the people who are who have been Gambino fans for a really long time and act as if, like, oh, everybody wants them to jump on the bandwagon right, now. Right. It's like, you can't be surprised at his success if you've been following his tra- career trajectory.
1: Yeah. Because it's it's he's, been a gradual yes, change. Yes, he's
0: steadily been evolving. Each right. release has been just a little bit better. And you're right. like, all right, I can right. see it. And then he puts something out where you're like... There you go. Right, right. Better, now you've done it. It's been
1: better, deeper, more conceptual. Exactly. It's it, It's had deeper meaning, and like I feel like this is, this has been a natural progression. And anybody who is
0: like, oh, now you want to jump on the bandwagon? It's like, look, I'm sorry, but you had bad taste when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you liked him when he was bad. He just wasn't good back then. Right. I'm sorry. Like he's better now, and you were, you know, a kind of person who was into his bad shit and now you can claim him as your underground artist but right. his his early shit was trash i'm sorry it's trash yeah i went back and listened to camp it's it's not good it's bad it's bad
1: they probably like gym class heroes too
0: I went back and listened to Gym Class Heroes, which is funny <laughs> enough that you brought that up. Because yes. <laughs> I, bought, I bought their album. Uh, I bought
1: their first two albums, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, their shit is so bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty... so It's really, Adam. Yeah.
0: It's really, really not good. Yeah. Really, really bad. I remember, I am, I remember
1: it today being corny. I'm disappointed in myself for having spent money. They they had a run, man. You can't be mad at yourself for doing that. It's not good, dude. They had a run. It's not good. Yeah. This shit is, it's basura,
0: basura, baby. Papi, papi, it's basura. What'd you think of this beer, though?
1: Not basura. Not basura, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially from a uh, a more a mainstream company, commercial. Like the uh, the Sweetwater mm-hmm. uh, Brewing Company. Uh, yeah, no, this was uh, definitely worth, I feel, the the purchase of that variety pack. I, I think it was really good. Yeah. So the
0: Sweetwater New England IPA, uh, the Hatchery New England IPA. Yeah. Hatchery Series. Uh, yes, sorry, thank you. The Hatchery Series, release number five. New England IPA, uh, 7.5 ABV.
1: Yeah, for me, it's one of their strongest... Uh, Strongest efforts yeah. that I've had. Uh, I I really liked it. Uh, it had a very good aroma, as we were saying. I'm not even gonna look at the back of the bottle, <laughs> not to cheat, uh, but it had a very good aroma, very uh, tasty smelling, and I was surprised to uh, to to greet a tasty beer as well. Yeah, I uh, I feel pretty strongly about this one, man. I'm I'm gonna give it a four point five. It's uh, a very solid IPA. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna completely agree with you. Yeah. It uh
0: it was surprisingly good. I thought I thought for sure we were gonna drink these and and be like nah I was waiting for being underwhelmed. Yeah. You know? And uh I wasn't. It this is a very solid IPA. Um I'll be honest with you, I'm kinda ignorant as to why this is a New England IPA mm-hmm. and then the last one the one we did uh last week was a West Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'll get back to you kids. Yeah, we can Google it. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll we'll be informed next week. Um I bet if Dave was here he'd be able to break it down for us. Probably sad. Yeah. But sad. as it stands, I'm gonna also go four point five. Okay. Four and a half out of six for me and the obesity. Unanimous line. This has been the One Bearing Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah. For the drunk sports god Dave Romero. R.I.P. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and always, 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 have a beautiful evening.